This is a podcast from Rover. All right, welcome back into the show. Well, the international tender for the sale of Mangahani Station is just weeks away. As you know, we've been keeping a, a very close eye on this situation. A syndicate has been set up to buy the station and keep it from being sold to international forestry interests. The man behind that is Mike Barham. He joins us once again on the program. Mike, good to chat. How's things, man? G'day, Dom. Good, thank you. The last uh, 10 days has been a bit of a blur. I've had to, I'm doing all of this work and I've just been down to a dairy farm syndicate I have in the South Island, but that has just uh, stimulated my need or my love of having non-farming people in rural investments. You know, seeing people down in Southland this week that wouldn't know one end of a cow from another. <laughs> just uh, really enjoying the things that we know are, are great about farming. Oh, that's good to hear. Uh, what's the response been like uh, over the last couple of weeks? It, it really has been humbling, Dom. I, look, we've got people from Northland to Southland that have been ringing up after getting the IM from us. Um, I'd have to say the most prolific investors, and it probably was what we always thought would be, because the minimum is 250000 we're getting a lot of retired or older existing farmers um, we're getting urban folk, of which I've said I just love that idea of introducing and, and building that link between urban and rural. Um, I've got a couple of service providers already, um, which was, you know, an idea of ours to get people that put inputs into farming to, to join us as owners. Um, we've got a lot of IMs. I think we've sent out about 150 or 170 IMs. This is just the people that have asked for them let alone our own email lists as well that have been going out. So, no, an incredible um, response, Tom. So, obviously, Mike, uh, you know, the tender, the international tender is looming on the 7th of December, which is not far away. Um, and the response is, has obviously been strong, which is great to hear. Is it realistic? You know, how confident are you that you can get this across the line in that time frame? I'm going to need the buy-in of the Spencer family, and I'm, I do appeal to their social licence to give us a crack. When you get into a syndicate model, I'm doing it all on an expression of interest form at the moment. I've got to be able to turn those into unconditional contracts. And, of course, people don't know exactly the price we're going to be successful for. Um, and you're also compounding that issue now as the Wholesale Money Act, the AML Act, you know, which all takes time. So... I'm in all likelihood going to need the help of the Spencer family just to give me a wee bit of time to get everything all fully documented after the tender date. Yeah, so you're, you're going to appeal to them to, to obviously come to the party, keep it in shape and beef, um, work, kind of work with you and and give give you that opportunity to, to get all your ducks fully in a line, not just swimming in the same pond. <laughs> No, absolutely. They know what we're up to. We've been fully um, conversant with them. We've given them an information memorandum of well as well. I've had no feedback, you know, that they're against that at all. So, no, a big part of our job is, like I said, we're, we want people to be non-confrontational or non-critical of them. Every landowner must have the right to sell to whoever they wish, but we just want to appeal to their sense of... Uh, of um, New Zealand community spirit and give us a crack at getting this band together. The yeah, sense, and I suspect as well. Well, I right. suspect that when yeah, and and when when uh, you know people well, when they look at the response, I guess um, you know that uh, that'll be some impetus there. I imagine as well, you know. 
that, that, that I'm sorry, Dom, at the response for... The response that you've had so far from, as you say, rural and urban and uh, all sorts of different people um, that are quite keen uh, on what you're doing, the 170 IMs that people have requested from you, the response has been pretty phenomenal. It, it has. I, I'm staggered. I didn't think we'd be this far down the track that we are, but people are passionate about there. They were out there at the moment. There would not be a more topical issue at the moment, and this is where people can put their money where their mouth is. Mm. Um, I've just people from all ranges of of work and uh, of employment and of businesses. It's, it really has surprised me. But every day we hear, don't we, Don, that there's more going on here. This week we have officially put on the market Waipa Station on the east coast. Now that's a, a iconic station as well, put together as a farm cadet training farm for New Zealand talkers. It's all surrounded by trees, and that that could well go for trees as well. So. While, while I'm endeavouring to save one iconic station, and some people have said, why, Mike, that's only one, I, there will be political fallout or flat that's being talked about around the perimeter of saving Mangahani that may well get um, political change in the future and stop this happening so that we don't have to step in and, and do this as a group of uh, investors. Well, Tony mentioned that when we had him on the show um, uh, this weekend, you know, that yeah, people say it's only one station. What's the point? But the the point is, you are making a point, um, as I said to him. But yeah. um, the Spencer family. Well, Rebecca, I... I've had. I'm sorry. I've had uh, I've had uh, MPs ringing me on this, and I can't. I won't divulge who they are, but I can assure you, there are many politicians from both parties that are extremely worried about what's going on. They realise. It's going ahead, but it's very hard to pull this bus up when there's there's laws in place that allow these loopholes for this to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And um, with the Spencer family, I was going to ask you, Dom, because we did we were going to try and see if we could get them to come on the show. Did you make contact with them and hear not hear back? No, we haven't been able to do that yet. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, yeah. I th- I'm, I, I, I'm I'm under the impression Impression or the knowledge that efforts have been made, but you know that's that's ongoing. Um, forever farming, uh, Mike. Uh, that's the that's the sort of um, that that's what's been set up here uh, in relation to all of this. How do people find out more? Where can you point them to? Yeah, we didn't do a website, Don, because we didn't want it to be a site that where the vendors could potentially be um, you know have bad comments made. So we're just doing it all through our email site um, which is foreverfarmingnz at gmail.com um, and if people like to register an interest there we will get them out an information memorandum which has got all the info required there but I'd just like to one more wee thing on that one of the big things that's coming through in the investors here is what better legacy for older people you know to leave their children or grandchildren than a share in Mungahani station and that is coming through loud and clear with the people that I'm speaking to that are signing expressions of interest. Most of these are in the 250k to 500k range. We don't have any of the big people yet. We've got bigger people looking at it, but I'm actually very happy in that 250 to 500k range. It means we're all on the same page. There's no great dominance within the shareholders. Um, so no, for foreverfarmingnz at gmail.com, that'd be great. Mike Barham, I really do appreciate your time. Uh, Mungahani Syndicate organiser, you are with Rex. Uh, we've got new sport weather coming up for you then. We'll kick into the second hour of the programme.